Welcome to the Climb Your Everest podcast, a platform where we delve into the incredible stories of women who have triumphed over their personal challenges and are making a profound impact on the world. I'm your host, Sarah Safari, and I'm honored to be the founder of Climb Your Everest, a nonprofit organization passionately committed to offering education and empowerment opportunities to marginalized women, enabling them to unleash their true potential. Joining me as a co-host on this exciting journey is Avi. Together, we are on a mission to bring you inspiring narratives that will uplift your spirits, ignite your passion, and motivate you to climb your own Everest. Hi, Avi. Hi, Sarah. Um, okay, so let's start with the purpose of this podcast. Um, in this episode, let's let's go through where we start, where you started your journey, and why we're doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, the driving force behind this podcast is the urgent need to raise awareness about women's rights and movements, particularly uh, the women life freedom movement in Iran. This movement showcases the remarkable courage and resilience of Iranian women and girls as they fight for their basic human rights, fearlessly taking to the streets and risking their lives to create lasting change. Uh, Furthermore, this podcast serves as a platform to shed light on the barriers and challenges faced by girls and women worldwide. Uh, By highlighting these issues, we can foster understanding, compassion, and collective commitment to dismantling the obstacles that hinder gender equality and women's empowerment. Thanks, Sarah. So, you know, you, you started mountain climbing, and that's where everything started. Can you, you know, there's no, there's no mountain climbing school that you're five years old and you're parents put you in a mountain climbing school. There's always a story behind the journey that, that people get into that. Can you, can you tell us how it all started? Where did your inspiration come from and how did mountain climbing opened up uh, your path to kind of this nonprofit work that you do for women empowerment? Mm -hmm. Well, 10 years ago, I was in a seminar and the leader of the seminar said, come up with the project so big and huge, beyond yourself, something impossible, something that you can't even think of doing in your wildest dreams. And I was sitting in my chair thinking, what is something wild and impossible? And I couldn't think of anything. Um, I just thought maybe I just continue my education and start a business. But I didn't feel that motivated thinking about those ideas and somebody behind me started talking about Everest and I just heard the word Everest and I thought I've never camped before I've never slept in a sleeping bag I hate cold weather I'm so scared of spiders I I just zero I don't know anyone in my family or extended family who've ever gone to the gym then you know, it's kind of walking around the building really for exercising. So it was kind of so out there. 
And, and I thought this is something impossible that the assignment was to pick something impossible. And, uh, that's, that's how it all started. Um, I, I decided to climb Everest. Yeah. So, but what was the seminar about? You, you said you were in a seminar. So what was the seminar about? Um, okay. So, so seminar was, uh, a leadership and interpersonal communication sort of seminar where, um, I, uh, it was recommended to me by a friend. Basically, when I was at UCLA, I was doing a presentation and I was extremely shy. And my professor told me, you know, the whole time that you were presenting, you didn't even make an eye contact with me or any other students. The whole time you were either looking at ceiling or you were looking down on the floor. It seems like you need to work on your uh, communication skills, self-confidence, kind of presentation skills. Um, you are very shy. Your content is good, but the way you're presenting, you really need to work on it. And that kind of, that's, that's, and I kept asking my friends, like, I need to work on this stuff, but I don't know where to start from. And I kept asking and asking and asking until someone uh, told me, um, yeah, there is this seminar. Have you ever heard of it? And I never, so I, I just decided to just go and experience and see what happens, which kind of something else completely happened, which was, I decided to climb Everest, but kind of climbing my Everest in that area of my life inspired me to climb my Everest in all the other areas. Cause you know, it's was not in compartment. My life was growing in all dimensions. So I had to catch up. And, um, kind of, it took care of itself and, um, that's, that's how it all started. <laughs> so, okay. So you were really shy. You needed to work on kind of self-confidence and presentation skills. You went to the seminar and then this crazy idea of, okay, I'm going to climb Everest came to mind and you put that out there and you're like, this is what I'm going to do. But how, how does that tied to women empowerment and why women empowerment? So at the beginning, it was a very personal growth self-discovery project where I thought if I go climb Everest and I overcome the challenges, I grow as a person. And since I had zero experience, as I told you, I climbed a bunch of mountains, but I kept failing and failing and failing and never making it to the top of any mountain. I just kept, things kept happening where I, I was either alone or there were dangerous situations I had to come down. So I never make it to the top of any mountain and I decided to quit mountain climbing altogether. On the same day that I uh, decided to quit mountain climbing, uh, that was the exact day that uh, I got a new job to start teaching um women's, uh, I'm sorry, they started teaching computer science and electrical engineering in California State University, Fullerton, where I met the founder of organization Empower Nepali Girls, where he introduced me to the girls who become victims of human trafficking or are forced to get married at a very young age. So I kind of, I was planning to climb Everest and then I decided to quit because I had zero accomplishments I never make it to the, any mountains. And then I hear about these organizations who are helping and empowering women. And that kind of gave me a lot of 
motivation and direction to start climbing for them, to raise funds for them. But if I want to put that aside for a second, I'll definitely get back to this. I grew up in Iran. I experienced firsthand the oppressive, restrictive environment that makes gender discrimination possible. I saw women around me being deprived of their rights, never achieving their full potential. I saw my little sisters, my mom, my aunt, our neighbors, like there, there were no a woman around me growing up that I could say that they achieved their full potential. And uh, kind of combination of how I grew up and what I saw all my life and all the things I always wanted to do. And they always told me not to do this. I wanted to play soccer and they always said, you're a woman, you're supposed to go play dolls and go back home. Or I wanted to climb trees and they're like, you're, you're a girl, you're not supposed to uh, climb trees. So my childhood growing up in that society, plus uh, in my adulthood, meeting these women, the organization, learning how it is easy to make a difference and how I was failing in mountain climbing and because it was such a personal um, project that I think was it was not pulling me enough. It was not strong enough. And adding this beautiful cause of empowering women to the mountain climbing really made this project more beautiful, more exciting, more motivational, inspiring, not just for me, but everybody around me. So uh, that's how everything came together. And I, of course, in the next episodes, I'm going to open this up more and we're going to delve into every single section that I just mentioned. But kind of this is the big pictures because this is the first episode. Yeah, you know, thanks for explaining that. So just to kind of summarize, um, you know, growing up in Iran, um, you know, you kind of wanted to have that women role model theme um, and then you found mountain climbing and you had some challenges and failures and you found empowering Nepali girls and that gave you kind of the driving force to uh, continue your path to, to achieve, you know, the, to get to Everest. Now, how did empowering Nepali girls led to climb your Everest? And what's the mission of climb your Everest? Uh, what do we do at Climb Your Everest, really? So actually, I, I, I have the mission statement of uh, Climb Your Everest on my phone, which is something that I always look at, which is we empower marginalized young women to lead fulfilling lives. So this is on my phone all the time. Whenever I do everything, climbing mountains, crying, failing, sleeping, waking up, I look at my phone and I see the mission statement of climb your Everest and that moves me and inspires me every day. So how this all got connected is that I kind of, I'm going to try give you another big picture, which we're going to uh, open it up later is that, uh, so when I met the founder of organization empower Nepali girls, uh, he told me how the girls become victims of human trafficking. He told me how he went to Nepal 20 years ago and he realized that there is this belief that men who are HIV positive, they think that if they sleep with a virgin girl, their HIVs get treated, they get well. So they 
buy the girls really cheap, like 50 bucks. The girls get raped, they get diseases, they end up in brothels. Um, and even if they survive and somehow go back to their villages, they can never have a normal life. So this is, I mean, later I learned this is not something that just happens in Asia. It happens in Africa. It happens in the Middle East. It happens in so many places. Human trafficking is something that happens here in California. So it is not something that it's only for the uh, Asian countries. And But then I had to really educate myself in this area to learn more about it. But Kind of hearing that the story was so moving, it was so strong that I just couldn't back to my normal life knowing that this is happening on the other side of the planet. I was extremely moved. So I promised Empower Nepali Girls that I raised $1 per foot of Everest or any mountain that I climb in preparation for Everest to provide education for the girls. And I promised $29,000 originally. Everest was 29, is 29,000 feet. And I thought if I just raised $29,000, that pays for 150 girls to continue their education one whole year. And I just thought if I just do that and die, I'd be happy because I did so much in my life. And that's how it all started again, another big picture. And so I went and I climbed Everest in 2015. And when I was climbing Everest in 2015 at 20,000 feet, there, uh, there was a 7.8 earthquake. It was very devastating, very scary, the scariest thing of my life. And somehow I survived that earthquake and somehow I'm a, I, 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 I stayed alive and I still don't know how. And kind of to honor that second gift of life, I decided to dedicate my life to women's empowerment. So I started climbing different mountains for different charities. And so I decided to do the seven summits as the first uh, Iranian. And each one of the summits in each continent was for a nonprofit organization that are empowering women in that continent or somewhere in the world. And Eventually, to answer your question, like how this is all connected to climb your Everest, I, at one point, I found the courage to start my own nonprofit because originally I just wanted to help all the other nonprofits. And I just thought, I want to do something. This is, I, I want to have an organization and expand it that help as many women as possible. Mm-hmm. And, and then I did my PhD about it and, um, which I'm going to again, explain the future episodes. So this is how uh, it all came together and, and it's still going and still, I'm feel so honored that I had a chance to do all of this. And, um, I'm so excited for the rest of the journey. Yeah. So, okay. So let's save some of it for the next episode. Um, you talked about 2015 and how you went to Everest and at 20,000 feet, there was that earthquake that the Netflix documentary, actually the aftershock uh, is around that whole earthquake, um, event. So in the next episode, Episode, we'll talk about um, the earthquake and your journey to start Climb Your Everest organization. Yeah, and our goal is to use storytelling to amplify voices and advocate for change. 
So join us on the Climb Your Everest podcast as uh, we embark on an adventure of self-discovery, resilience, and empowerment. And remember, your Everest is within reach. So let's climb it together. At Climb Your Everest, our mission is to provide access to education and resources to marginalized women so that they can gain the skills and knowledge they need to succeed in their lives and communities. But we can't do it without your help. 100% of your donation is tax deductible and will go directly towards funding our programs, including scholarships, educational material, and mentorship. So please visit our website, climbyoureverest.org, and make a donation today. Every little bit helps. It costs $25 to sponsor one girl to participate in empowerment workshops for a month. If you're interested, please contact me at sara at climbyoureverest.org. And together, we can empower marginalized women to climb their own personal Everest. Thank you for your support.